passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Now, defensively, Zane, do you think there's a new coordinator this year? They've lost some pieces. Jimmy Ward's not there anymore. They've lost some depth, especially at edge. Do, do you still see this defense as elite, or do you think they could take a step back, or where do you see them? I still see them as elite because really that, again, that front four took a little bit of a hit, but you, you pick up Javon Hargrave, you mm-hmm. got Jair Brown. You, you had a pretty good, pretty good draft. You got Robert Beal Jr. Who was just a, a screaming banshee off the edge. So they picked up a lot of really good role players this off season. Uh, although Hargrave is not a role player. I, feel, I expect him to be a star in this defense. And they filled a lot of holes that, that were with really shrewd moves. You brought Gibson back on the one-year deal. You have another year of growth from Hufunga. You've got really another year for, of growth from, from Dre Greenlaw as well. It seems like you've set, settled your, your outside corner positions with, with Mooney and Lenore, which was a huge question mark going into last season. So I would argue that, that Steve Wilkes is maybe not an upgrade, but at least like a net positive from what, from what they had in Demico Ryan's just to, just an experience mm-hmm. standpoint, because in terms of leadership and, the ability to to run a defense as like a CEO, right? Because he's had that head coaching experience, right? And those guys are typically really, really good coordinators. So I don't know if they've taken a step back. Talent-wise, you could argue maybe they did, right? You lose Aziz and, and there's no replacement plan there. But in terms of like the gap between them and any other defense, I think that that was so large that it may not yeah. matter. Maybe Dallas was close. But I don't, th- I don't think it's going to matter because they were so they were so far above most defenses in the NFL. Like this was a historic defense. We kind of went over it during the season. They were historically mm-hmm. good in terms of allowing less than what was it their their streak of of less than seventeen points, I believe, or twelve points or whatever it was that Brian always used to refer to. So yeah. that it, it, taking a step back from that, you're still going to be elite. I feel like they'll still be elite even if they take a, a small step back. Yeah, they had a stretch last year from week 10 on. They gave up 16, 10, 0, 17, 7, 13, 20. They were dominant. In the start of the season, they gave up 19, 7, 11, 9, 15. They just really had two weeks there, and it was when they were beat up. 
against the Falcons and the Chiefs when they gave up 28 and 44. They had a weird game against the Raiders in week 17 where they gave up 34. You know, stuff like that's going to happen, right? You're going to have off weeks. Yeah. But other than that, they were great. I don't count the Philly game again. It was a complete aberration. Yeah. Dallas, they made Dak Prescott look shook, really, two years in a yep. row. Um, had him playing poorly. So, yeah, I still think it's going to be a strength of the team. I don't necessarily know how it will compare to last year, just because for me, I think with the linebackers, you, you still got Warner and Greenlaw there. You're still good to go. The secondary, did Gibson maybe play over his head last season? Maybe. Um, I can. Even, I even think Brown, if he if he really shows out this year, he could end up being the starter by the end of the year because he's their long term guy there. So if he yeah. comes in and, and and he outplays Gibson, it looks like he he could be playing well. You know, they had nine interceptions with their safeties. Is that going to happen again? I don't know. You got to hope Lenore continues the trajectory. I really like the Isaiah Oliver pickup. I think that's an yeah. underrated pickup for Nickel. I think he's going to step in and do do a really good job there. Now, obviously, we know um, Hargrave and Armstead in the middle there. That's going to be absolutely devastating with Bosa mm-hmm. coming off the edge. Absolutely devastating with those three in, the, in passing situations. The only – well, I don't want to say – we have to see what happens. The Drake, Drake Jackson is might be – the most pivotal player on the defense. He really, he really might be how he jumps up in year two. If he even gives above average production on the other side for the edge, if he's above average edge, he doesn't have to be crazy. Yo, Trey, Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP three in the same backcourt as Kobe in LA. Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP three finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier. And we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus because of the other three guys, he's going to get a lot of opportunities, and that's that's going to help the defense immensely. They need somebody else on that other side to step up. Whether, whether I can't say a lot about Beals because he's such a late-round pick, but obviously they think a lot of Jackson because they haven't gone out and signed a bet yet. They, they still may, but he's somebody to me who's, who is definitely the person to look at because I, I don't trust Austin Bryant. I don't trust Cleveland Farrell. I don't trust Alex Barrett. I, I just think those other guys aren't going to give you that production. It's it, it's Drake Jackson. It's a huge year for him. But I would like to see them still pick up that at edge at some point. I, I well, Yannick and Gawkway still out there, right? Yeah, he's. So. The, I mean, horrible against the run, but he's somebody you can bring in, in passing situations. Yep, and that's that's you know? the only reason why you bring him in. Just just put him opposite Bosa and let him hunt. So I think. So what what would be let me ask you what would be a reasonable sort of expectation between assuming that Robert Beal Jr. makes the team and and he's in the rotation because that's what they drafted him for I feel like they just drafted him for one one reason only uh, like Brian says to be in that NASCAR package mm-hmm. so what would the reasonable expectation for number of sacks be between the Drake Jackson and Robert Beal Jr. platoon if it if it comes to fruition oh God 
like to, to make a difference, right? Enough, enough to make a difference. Make a difference. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that. I I would say pressures has has a lot to do with it as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you look at last season. So Bosa had eight and a half sacks. The next closest guy was Ibukam with five. So there's a yeah. big drop off, and many who had four and a half. So Bosa was the guy getting most of those sacks there. So if if Jackson and um, Beals came in and got and got nine, I mean that that's. Phenomenal, right? Because that's what the other two guys did. But you think mm-hmm. you're going to get more from Hargrave. And I, I think Armstead will have a better season, too, because Hargrave is there. You'll probably yeah. get more from the interior guys. I just think those outside guys, if they could all combine for 10, like all of them. You mm-hmm. know, I, I think maybe that's that's just enough to offset because the other three are so good. But um, that's 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 going to be the key. I, re- I really do. I, I don't think enough. This is still going to be a good defense. There's stars everywhere. The secondary is good. The linebackers are phenomenal. The defensive line has major stars on it. It's just that other edge position is a big question mark to me and could hurt them. God forbid anything happens. I'm not even going to say it. Nick Bosa is just going to play every game. That's all I'm going to think. (laughs) Yes. Because that ever happens and you got big problems there. So that's the one thing, again, looking at a Super Bowl, not this isn't going to keep them out of the playoffs. If the Niners don't win 10 or 11 games this season, it's then everybody got hurt or it was the most the biggest disaster of the season ever. The Niners are loaded. You're going to win 10, 11 games. We're talking championship. This is what we're talking about. We're not talking about being 10 and 7 and get a wild card. 13 games, Super Bowl, that's the expectation this year. So when we look at this roster and we talk about this stuff, yeah, nobody's perfect. Yeah, the Niners still have a better defense than most of the other teams in the league. But we're not worried about most of the other teams in the league that are going to flame out. We're worried about winning the Super Bowl. There's probably only four or five teams that can, maybe more, maybe six, that can really say that. And most of those are in the AFC. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. Is that yeah, I think you got Philly and the Niners. And I'm not going to discount Dallas. I'm, I'm yeah. not. They have a really good front seven. Um, I can't discount them, but everybody else in the NFC, I mean, am I missing anybody? I mean, I mean Seattle's a hot name. Everybody's not liking their draft, but I just, I just don't trust, you yeah. know, and I don't think year. they're there yet. Yeah. I don't no. think they're there yet. Um, uh, and other teams- they have no pass rush. Uh, they were talking about, I mean, look, people are talking about the lions as a hot team as well. That's, that's yeah. another team that was really scrap. I think it's a cute story. I don't by any means think that they're a top team in the NFC. I don't think that no, I don't think they're on the level with the Niners and the Eagles. Not even close. No, not at all. It's like it's like Niners and Eagles up here, and then everybody else. Like there's another tier of of like Minnesota, and you got Seattle right. and, and and the Lions and all these teams that are basically like vying for like that second tier that will make the playoffs, but I don't think will make much noise. So it'll be interesting. I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to do this exercise with you and Brian when you get closer to the season, just like ranking the tiers of teams in the NFL in both conferences. Because look, your AFC opponent in the Super Bowl, because the Niners will make the Super Bowl, right? That's what that's what we're saying. That's your AFC opponent, it's going to be an elite quarterback because there's Mahomes, there's Burrow, there's Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. there's Josh Allen. Like, they, look, it's going to be one of those four guys most likely, right? And and then you've got other teams like Miami, who's a really great team that that's kind of on the cusp. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers, got come, Justin Herbert, it's amazing. Exactly, you've got Justin Herbert, and then you've got. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in Denver with Russell Wilson? Will we have a, a, a resurrection? And and you know, yeah. our friend, our friend Jimmy in in, in Las Vegas, right? Like, who knows what happens oh, with that, right? But going to go five and twelve this season. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But there's there's a balance of power that shifted the AFC. So the Niners, like, in in addition to the schedule talk that we had, I want to close by saying that you have a chance to really, really stack yourselves at the top of your conference if you play this well 
and to to get a favorable matchup in the playoffs is what is and that's really what you want. You want as many home games as possible. And that's exactly what happened last year. They got mm-hmm. they got as many home games as possible, and they were able to do they were able to get to the championship with it. So if you don't get that first seed, get the two seed, get as many home games as possible, make it as easy as uh, on yourself as possible, and get ready to play whoever is going to be in the AFC with the million quarterback. And you got to stay healthy for that.